Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist and guys it's that special time of the year the Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frieda are like ooh we're kind of chilly we're kind of cold but then it gets hot during the day so you know what that means Oscar season Oscar season and of course the person that is in the video store today due to unforeseen circumstances, good and bad, is, of course, the very illustrious Budmeister himself. How's it going, buddy? Is Oscar season directly related to the weather? Yep. I mean, I guess it is down here because yep. by the time spring comes down around here, it's like spring, no summer, no third winter, no summer, no fourth winter, no summer. And y'all can't see it, but the Admiral has a, a kind of sort of Oscar to commemorate that we're doing the Oscars. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. Uh, we might sound a little bit different because... We're in person again. We're a little bit socially distanced, but like yeah. we're one step closer to uh, both of us being fully vaccinated. Uh, so we felt safe to um, to be in person again with certain limitations, of course. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another podcast that mostly talks about movies, sometimes video games and TV shows, you know, other cinema adjacent things. But like the Admiral said, today's all about the Oscars. Um and if y'all have listened to this show around Oscar season before, y'all know that we are almost always woefully unprepared for the Oscars. And we're always 100% wrong. Oh yeah, completely <laughs> wrong. Well, because we don't watch most of the movies that are nominated I've for Oscars. I've seen a few. I've seen a few of them this, uh, this year as well, accidentally, because I had no idea they were going to be nominated for Oscars. Um, so I start off at the bottom like we always do. Um, so... Guys, if for some reason we do get one right and you're watching the Oscars, take a shot for us. Yes. Take a shot if we're right. Um, as always, we will be uh, listening to our Twitter, CinemaGems underscore pod. Yes. Instagram. CinemaGemsPod. Uh, and our Gmail, our email that you can send us recipes, recommendations, uh, criticism yeah. to. Tell us how wrong we are at CinemaGems15 at gmail.com. Um, also, guys, before we go any further, because I feel like I am going to forget this, there's a very special day coming up soon for uh, one of our listeners. Uh, he has a uh, Suck It Annually day. And um, so, guys, all I got to say... I need a little context for this. Is this like the DX WWE Suck It, or is this just... Uh, no, it's kind of like a kind of a friendly are, Suck It. Are, are we borderlining on homophobia here? No. Oh, no. No? no. Okay. No. Uh, so if you guys could do me a favor, you would need to do this on Friday when this episode drops. So hopefully you guys listen to it on Friday or over the weekend's fine. Cause they're going to be observed. If you guys can do me a favor, go to Twitter, go to the, uh, the Twitter handle at Paul Agnew, A L G U 12. Is that, Ag that's not Agnew. Algu. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of... Algu? Alju? I'm thinking of Vice President Agnew from uh, Nixon. Very sure. obscure poll there. Sure. Uh, okay. P-A-U-L-A-L-G-U-12. All you gotta do is do this. A GIF or GIF of your choice, whatever you wanna do, tag Paul in that. Do hashtag suck it, hashtag suck it annually. Please. I would love for this to get this to be trending on Twitter. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. Please, if you guys can do that for me, it's one of one of the. Uh, this is the thing that finally gets Cinema Gems trending. Oh yeah, and do I'm hashtag Cinema Gems. A little bit mad. Do hashtag Cinema Gems as well. 
But also, guys, the other thing that you need to do is also just have fun for the day. Take a breather, relax, and have a good time. That's all you guys need to do. It's never too early in the show to remind you guys, uh, do what you gotta do to, ca- to take care of yourself mentally, because you can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. Most of our listeners, we know, are very generous, kind people who love spending their energy on other people, helping other people. But you can't pour from an empty cup. Be kind to yourself so that you can be kind to others. So remember, hashtag suck it annually, hashtag suck it Paul, uh, Paul Ag, uh, Ag, Agju, A-L-G-U-12 at, on Twitter, and hashtag Cinema Gems. And also, guys, GIF your choice. And it's also a very, it benefits a very close friend of mine, a co-host that I did have on the show on the Futurama, is uh, Jim oh, Strange Pork. Nice. It's all his idea, so yeah. I have nothing to do with it. I did not come up with this idea. Ooh, what's going it's on? Fine. With the, okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Also, real quick before we go into the Oscars, uh, at this time of recording, um, yesterday, we got news, and I feel like since this is what we talk about at the very end of every episode. It would be very appropriate if we brought it up before we got into the meat of today's discussion uh, that the motherfucker who murdered George Floyd has been found guilty on, on all, all account, charges. All three accounts. Which, uh, this sent, is, this I, is uh, it's awesome. A... It's, it's awesome, and it's a good step in the right direction, but keep in mind, this isn't justice yet. This is just accountability. This is bare minimum what we've been asking for this is bare minimum of what should be acceptable in a society is motherfuckers who murder people for no reason just abusing their power getting held accountable this isn't justice yet this is baseline bare minimum accountability and it's a good step in the right direction but uh like uh, one of my personal favorite people on Twitter, Matt Mercer, uh, said, I'm going to paraphrase him very briefly, um, this is a good step in the right direction, uh, but the fight is not over. Breathe, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, and when you're ready, the fight continues. Yep. We will absolutely not stop saying on every episode that Black Lives Matter, because they do. They will always that being said, let's get into the Oscars. Huh? Oh, whoa, whoa, before before that, so uh, so I sent a screenshot to Uncle E of yes. the of the of the what happened, and he's like, he gives what he deserves, and I sent yes. him a, I sent him a gif of uh of um Hulk Hogan going, hell yeah, brother, hell <laughs> yeah, brother. Oh my God, it's been an it incredibly was, stressful. Week. All I gotta say is that I was driving around with my father in law, uh, uh, Chef Miyagi. Before I heard yes. the results, and me and him were having a discussion about it, and he was like, "I think he's gonna get off." I was like, "I don't think so. I don't think so." Isn't it crazy how nervous we were as society, even though there was video up close HD evidence of this guy murdering this innocent guy, this guy abusing his power, and and murdering this innocent guy, George Floyd. There's HD video evidence of it, and yet we as a society were all nervous that he was going to get off anyway, yeah. because that's how corrupt our justice system is. Yeah, that he was like, oh, he'll get negligent homicide, which is like five to ten years. And, and I, was, I was like, I don't think so. I think he's going to get it. And like we said, this is accountability. This is not yet justice. Uh, a, a step closer our to justice. Is, our voice is be, being heard. Uh, uh, 
uh, a step closer to justice will be will, would be having this happen to the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Yes. And countless other people of color who have been murdered for no fucking reason other than cops abusing their goddamn power. Anyway, thank you for coming to yeah, my TED talk. That that's that, let's get started with the with the bottom of the picture. Yeah, we. I just wanted to get that off my chest that's because fine. I've been wanting to talk about that because it's a lot and it's heavy. But we want y'all to know that we're we still absolutely care. This still bothers us, and if it bothers you, that's okay. Just remember to breathe. Yep. So starting with best writing, original screenplay. Is that all the way at the bottom? This is all the way at the bottom. Okay, that's really weird. I thought I know it's kind of out of order this year. Best writing, original screenplay. Screenplay. You have nominees: uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, screenplay by Will Berkson and Shaka King. Uh, Minari, which I have not seen, writing by uh, Lee Isaac Chung. Promising Young Woman, written by Emerald Fennell. Sound of Metal, uh, screenplay by Darius uh, Martyr and Abraham Martyr. and The Trial of Chicago 7, written by Aaron Sorkin. I have not seen The Trial of Chicago 7 yet, but knowing s- that it was written by Aaron Sorkin, I really want to watch it. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I the One of the only movies that is nominated for multiple Oscars this year that I have actually seen is The Sound of Metal. I really saw bits and pieces of The Sound of Metal, and I liked what I saw. I fucking loved this movie. Not just because it hits me, me really close to home as a musician, as someone whose worst nightmare is suddenly losing their hearing because I rely so much on my sense of, of hearing, my sense of sound. Is it because we also have a coworker, Silent But Deadly? I'm not going to lie, having our coworker Silent But Deadly and having learned some basic sign language in the last few years from Silent But Deadly and our other... Uh, uh, ASL mm-hmm. friends has made me a little bit less nervous about said nightmare. Oh no no no! I just meant like I, I I I'm not saying I find I find it relatable, but I I can feel more with yeah. the character at that point. It's because I'm like I know how hard it is. Yeah, like it's fucked up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, not just not just fucked up from a standpoint of not having your hearing, but fucked up from a standpoint of being in a society where people take their sense of hearing for granted. Exactly. 1,000%. 1,000%. Um, so if I have to choose between these two, it's going to be a toss-up between uh, Trial of Chicago 7 and Sound of Metal. But I think I'm going to go with Sound of Metal. I'm also going to go with Sound of Metal, not just because it's the only one I saw. I also really want to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. I've heard nothing but great things oh, about yeah. that. Uh, Dr. Alman Kringo would not... Would not be quiet about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So for uh, writing adapted screenplay, the nominees are Borat, the sub the subsequent movie. You gotta film. read the whole title. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to. If you would let me say it. Uh, by the way, you're reading the other ones. If I'm gonna read this, I one. can do that. Borat, the subsequent movie film delivery of the prodigious prodigious bribe of American regime for to make benefit of once glorious n- nation of Kazakhstan. You got it. You got it. You got through it. I'm proud of you. Uh, the Father, uh, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. If I had to pick, it would be One Night in Miami because that movie is fucking beautiful. I've also been meaning to watch One Night in Miami. I'm pretty sure it's on Prime. It's on Prime. Right? Yep. Okay, so I got to watch that probably after this episode. 
The only one I've seen on this list is the Borat subsequent movie film. Oh, you did see it? I haven't seen it yet. Which I surprisingly love. How was Rudy Giuliani's uh, blowjob? Fucking hilarious. Oh my god. This movie was absolutely... When, when, I w- when the first movie came out, I wasn't old enough to really understand the humor of it. Mm-hmm. I, wasn't old under- I wasn't old enough to understand what Sasha Baron Cohen was trying to do. And I wasn't old enough to understand that the point of his characters isn't necessarily for you to love the characters. He's creating these characters for you to hate and exactly. to illustrate a point. And he does that incredibly well and the screenplay of this movie does incredibly well i think just by default in this category i have to go with borat subsequent movie film it's fine i'm sure once i see one night in miami i might change my mind let's go to visual effects visual effects nominees love and monsters uh by matt sloan genevieve uh camillary matt everett and brian cox the midnight sky uh by matthew casimir christopher lawrence max Ellerman, and david watkins Mulan. Oh, I hate that this is in here. Sean Faden, Anders Lagnans, uh, Langlands, I'm sorry, Seth Murray, and Steve Ingram. The one and only Ivan, Nick Davis, Greg Fisher, Ben Jones, Santiago uh, Colomo Martinez, and Tenet, Andrew Jackson, David Lee, Andrew Luckley, and Scott Fisher. All right. So- I saw bits and pieces of Tenet, yep. and I saw bits and pieces of Mulan. Mulan should not be on should not be nominated for any of these awards. All I have to say is if I'm gonna, if I'm going to go with a movie that is always visually pleasing to watch a Christopher Nolan movie, I would have to go with Tenet. Sure, I would have to go with Tenet. And if, and, and if, but all but then again, I've only seen bits and pieces of Mulan, and I have not seen Love and Monsters, Midnight Sky, and what the one and only Ivan. Like we right. said, guys, this is our complete guess. Right, these are guesses, and keeping in mind, like we are not official paid movie critics no. so we don't get the privileges we're just like to yell in a mic movie, uh we, we don't right we're just nerds in front of a microphone uh the admiral might consider himself a more qualified to be a professional critic but neither of us have the privileges of actual movie critics and being sent screeners and yeah. things like that but hey if y'all if y'all want to send us some screeners i wouldn't be opposed um also uh for sound i like that i got this one and you're That's probably, fine. And you're probably going to get music. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to get music whether you want me to or not. Uh, it's okay. I prefer sound anyway. Sound nominees! You have... Uh, I like how the Fantastic Mifrida is helping me portray the, yes. uh, the listeners. Very appropriately considering um, the first nominee. Sound. Greyhound. I know you're not a Greyhound, the Fantastic Mifrida. I know. No, she's a uh, good dog. Uh, Mank. She's a good Frida. News of the World. Soul. And Sound of Metal. If we had to make a decision, Frida, what would it be? We're concurring. Okay. All right. Cool. Free to put your paw on the screen. Okay. Right, which one would you we, pick? It's, it, she said it's a toss up between Mank and Soul. Have you seen Mank? Uh, Patron has, and I've seen bits and pieces of it. What is it about? Because I haven't heard uh, of it until watching I've, this list. Until I believe, reading this list. I believe that is the one with Gary Oldman. Ah, uh, okay. And that's the making of. Um, uh, she's the the movie that Orson Welles did. That it was his biggest thing, but it was a flop. Oh, the 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 island. Not the island. Not not the island. Not the no. island of Moreau. No, not the island of Doctor Moreau. Uh, that was uh, a a different um. Gosh, it's Orson the Orson Welles, the one where Rosebud. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm I know what you're talking on about. The fucking name right now. I know what you're talking about. Not Macbeth. Fuck. 
It's it's another classic movie. I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. It's the one okay, I think. I okay, think that movie's okay, a little overrated, okay, to be honest. Frida. Frida is currently on my lap. She's like, it's rank or nothing. Okay, okay. it's rank. Uh, um, it's make or soul. It's one of those. Soul and Sound of Metal for me. And Sound of Metal absolutely gets a lot of extra points for this because the way it it's hard to convey to a hearing person what being deaf is truly like. And this movie... Citizen Kane. There you go, Citizen Kane. I don't know why both of us movie nerds were blanking on the name of a classic movie. Look, I think that movie's a little overrated. I do too, it's but fun. that's because I was born way after it came out. No, and no, no, no. by the time I saw it, I already know. I already knew about Rosebud. Yeah, I just like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's, it's a good movie. Sound of Metal does an amazing job. I, I think does... Uh, the best job a movie possibly can conveying to hearing people what it might like to be deaf mm -hmm. and capturing how scary that process might be of a hearing person suddenly losing their hearing. Uh, soul, I'm not going to get into how much I love Soul yet because we've already done that on an entire episode and I'm going to wait until a completely different category on, to do that's that. That's on episode 280 if you want to listen to it. Uh, you should absolutely go back and listen to our episode about Soul, because God, I love that movie. Uh, you want me to do short film live action? Yeah. Short films we haven't seen. Uh, the nominees are Feeling Through uh, by Doug Rowland and Susan Rusensky. The Letter Room, Irva Lind and Sophia Sondervan? Sondervan, I'm pretty sure. The Present, Far Nabolsky and Osama Bowardi. Two Distant Strangers... Uh, Trayvon Free and Martin Desmond Rowe, and The White Eye, Tomer Shushan and Shira Hochman. I'm probably butchering those names, but they, keeping they, in mind, I'm probably doing a better job than John Travolta doing uh, Adil Dazim. They really have messed up every every placement of this. Like, yeah, because they have they, they have some significant categories on the bottom, and then we kind of get into. But look, they're all okay. Uh, if I had to pick, it would be probably... I haven't seen any. Uh, Two Distant Strangers. Sure. That one. Sure. All right, right, short animated film. Burrow. Genus Locke. If Loki? Any... Genus Loki? Genus Loki. Loki? I don't know. Uh, if Anything Happens, I Love You. Opera, Yes People. Burrow. I haven't seen any of these. You haven't just... seen Burrow? It was on It was on Disney+. Plus. It was the short you're supposed to watch before Soul. I did see that. Okay, that was really cute. Um, I kind of want to see opera, though, just okay. based on the title alone. Nerd. Yeah. We had a Twitter poll where we had our listeners decide just, which one just, of us is the bigger nerd, and I won in a landslide. One? Suck it. Quote, unquote. Is one the appropriate? <laughs> okay. Sure. It absolutely is. We wear nerd with like a badge of honor on this show. Let's Admiral. go. Let's go with production. <laughs> production design. The father. Production design. Uh, Peter Francis and set decoration. Kathy Featherstone. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Another movie I really need to see because I've heard nothing but great things about it. Mank. News of the World and Tenet. Uh, Mank for production design because they had to go back to the 1930s with build sets and all that. That's what I would pick. Um. Just from, from what I've seen in trailers and everything, I would go personally with Tenet or Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. Uh, okay, I guess I'll get Best Picture out of the way, which is really weird that that was next. Okay. <laughs> let's, well, actually, hang on. I, I have an idea. Hmm. 
Because um, we'll come back to that. Okay. Are we'll you sure we're going to gonna come back to that one? We'll come back to Best Picture. Okay. All right. So next is... Uh, you go. Yeah, just, just to avoid confusion for everyone, we're going off of the Oscars.org nomination website and they have things in a weird order so we're gonna we're gonna go slightly out okay of their then i'll do i'm gonna do international do you want to do original song and i'll go original blah, 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 blah. listen i'm gonna do international feature film you're gonna do international song then i'll do makeup and hair then you do the other one let's let's go let's do it okay international film feature another round denmark better days hong kong collective romania the man who sold his skin ton to Tunisia. 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 Sorry, my brain was like, it's not Tuscany. <laughs> and. Kovadis Aida. Uh, Bosnia bon- and uh, Herzegovina, her, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go with The Collective. I haven't seen any of these, but just based on title alone, The Man Who Sold His Skin sounds awesome All right, and, and weird. And pick whichever one you want to go out of these next. It's your choice. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go best original score because I'm impatient. Uh, Defy Bloods, Terrence Blanchard. That's a. Defy Bloods was fucking beautiful. I need to watch it. Mank, Trent Reznor, and Atticus, Atticus Ross. Uh, Minari, Ellie Mazzari. Uh, News of the World, James Newton Howard. And Soul, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Baptiste. Can you guess who I'm going to pick for this? I know what I'm going to go with. Where are you going to go with? Defy Bloods. See, because I haven't seen The Five Bloods, I haven't listened to the music yet. Um, I haven't watched News of the World, but I love James Newton Howard as a composer. I need to go with Soul on this, because I will be ecstatic if New Orleans boy John Baptiste wins a Best Original Score Oscar. I will be absolutely Like this one fucking, right here in yes, your hand? I'll be fucking ecstatic if John Baptiste, as well as Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, and for those of you confused... And hadn't listened to our soul episode, just to clarify. Um, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross wrote most of the atmospheric <laughs> music in the movie. I know there's a Frida behind me. I know there's a Frida behind me. What are you doing, baby? She got caught and she was sniffing your hair. And then she slid into the chair. <laughs> She's fine. She's currently sitting like behind my She's back in the chair. <laughs> well, you have the Tesla in your lap. Um, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross... Uh, essentially did all the atmospheric music. John Baptiste, basically anytime you see anyone playing jazz in the movie diegetically, that's all him and his band from The Tonight Show. Oh. Alright. So, soul Soul. all the way for that. Let's go with uh, hair and makeup. I'm sorry. Makeup and hairstyling. Go for it. Uh, We're gonna go with uh, Emma, Hillbilly, uh, LG, LG, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio. I'm going to have to go with Mank, mainly because it is the 1930s and 1920s. Uh, so why don't you go with uh, music, original song. Well, I mean, for that category, I'm, I'm going to guess Ma Rainey's Black Bottom again. For, okay. For makeup and hairstyling, because I'm a sucker for period pieces. Well, I mean, so well, is Mank. Uh, music, original song. Um, all these I have not heard yet. Uh, One Night in Miami? Come on! Uh, fight for You. Um, from Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice from The Trial of Chicago 7. Husavik from Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Um, IOC, uh, which means scene, uh, from The Life Ahead. And Speak Now from One Light Night in Miami. I have not listened to any of Speak these. Speak Now. Yeah. Speak Now. Yeah. 
Speaking. Oh, oh, hi Tesla. I I'm back in the studio for the first time in months, and the te and the the honorable Tessa and fantastic Miss Frida cannot get off of me. Although I think it's because Frida is literally stuck in the chair. She's like, Frida, why are you moving? Why are you moving? I don't want Frida, move. I need you to move, baby. I don't want move. I don't want move. Then I can't be by you. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right, so uh, now we're going to move on to film editing. Go for it. All right, Frito. Film editing, you ready? All right. Okay, all right, that's the one you want to go with? All right, film editing. The nominees are The Father, Nomadland, Promise Young Woman, The Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. All right, we're going with The Sound of Metal. I'm also going to go with Sound of Metal here. Uh, again, if I had seen Trial of Chicago 7, in fact, when I see it, I might change my mind. But, uh, Sound of Metal for now. Alright, and you're gonna go with Documentary Short Subject! These are Colette, uh, A Concerto is a Conversation, Do Not Split, Hunger Ward, and A Love Song for Latasha. Latasha, the love song. Um, just by title alone, because again, I haven't seen any of these, but by title alone, I have to go with A Concerto is a Conversation, because that's just factually accurate. I'm gonna go song, with so, uh, song, Ooh, A Tesla. Love Song for Latasha. Documentary feature, Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole, Octopus Teacher, and Time. I'm going to have to go with Crip Camp. I have not seen any of these, but octop my Octopus Teacher sounds kind of awesome. All right, and then we're going to do Costume Design next. Oh, oh hang on. You're, you're skipping around a little. Oh, okay, Costume Design. Uh, Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, uh, and Pinocchio. Look, if... If Mulan is going to truly get nominated for anything, it might as well be costume design, because the costume design was the least worst part of this not-great movie. Um, that being said, I gotta go with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom again. Or Mank, like you said. Mank. Bo both of those would be great. Alright. Um, cinematography. Yeah. Uh, we got... Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, No Man Land, and Trial of the Chicago 7. Trial of the Chicago 7 for me. What I uh, saw of it, fucking beautiful. Trial of the Chicago 7 or Judas and the Black Messiah. Again, just from what I've seen in trailers and everything. Right. Animated feature film. Yes. Uh, now there's, there's a few actually really good ones on here. We got Onward, Onward Over the Moon, A Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, okay. Soul, and Wolfwalkers. Now, I have not seen Wolfwalkers or Shaun the Sheep movie, but I have seen the other three. I have seen Onward, Over the Moon, and Soul. I love all three of these movies. I personally... I didn't expect Onward to get nominated for a Correct. damn thing. Correct. I Because my impression was that no one else liked this movie. Yep. I thought I was the only person that liked this movie. It has a very narrow demographic of people with siblings and people who love D&D. And, and people fall with into one parent. And people with one parent. And I fall into two of those three groups. I fall into all three. So this this seemed like a very niche movie to me. That being said, as much as I love Onward, and I even loved Over the Moon, Soul. Onward for me. No question, Soul. It'd be Onward or Shaun the, uh, Shaun the Sheep Farmageddon. I need to watch it, but I do love clay animation. Okay. Um, oh, it's it's clay animation. It's, yeah. it, it's oh, the same guys who did... Uh, Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. The okay, movie cool. The movie I gave you for when y'all had your... Uh, when y'all moved in. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, not and then not 
it's not that movie, but it's the same animation company. Um, so, so the, let's go with back to. Do you want to go back to directing, or do you want to go? Did we skip uh, best picture? Um, not best picture yet because we still got to go the actors up at the top. Let's go directing. You uh, directing. Uh, the nominees are uh, another round. Mank, Minara, No Bad Land, and Promise Young Woman. I'm going to go with Mank for David Fincher, please. David Fincher is always a great uh, uh, director, for yeah. sure. Have you, You've seen Return of the Jedi, right? Yes. You know when the, uh, when the system blew up? Yes. Uh, that was him that directed that second unit. When the, when, the radio, huh. when the radio tower blew up on Endor, that was him that directed that. I've scene. seen that movie countless times, and I had no idea until just now. Um... It's okay. You know what else I found out the other day? Mm. You know who directed Thelma and Louise? Who? Ridley Scott. Really? Yep. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, just because it's the only name I know on here, David Fincher for Mank. That being said, keep in mind, I have not seen any of these movies. This is a wild guess. Yep. Um, Alright, so now we're going to go on to... Best Picture. And then we're going to move on to... Uh, oh, we're, we're going to keep going up after that? Yep. All right, let me, let me scroll down. All right, so Best Picture nominees are The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, okay. Mank, okay. Minari. Okay. I, I really need to see Minari. I wonder if that's on a streaming service. Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, The Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Sound of Metal. I'm purposely... I, I'm, I'm personally pulling for a Sound of Metal. Um, even though I'm I know there's pissed. at least... That One Night in Miami is not nominated. I agree. Um, I am excited that Judas and the Black Messiah and Mank and Trial of the Chicago 7 are all on here, for sure. Um, and Minari, just from, from what it sounds like. Like, wow, what a loaded uh, what a loaded category. Yeah. I, I'm personally going to guess Sound of Metal, but honestly, if most, I, I wouldn't be upset at any of those. Okay. Um... And why don't you take an uh, actress in a supporting role? Uh, we have Maria Balkova, ba Bakalova from uh, the Borat subsequent movie film. No, you got to say the whole thing? Borat subsequent movie film. Delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. All right, cool. Glenn Close from Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman from The Father. Amanda Seyfried <laughs> from Mank. And Yoo Jung Yoon. I am probably butchering that. Please at me at the Robert 2010 on Twitter because I'm trying to get non-white names correctly pronounced. Uh, from Minari. I'm personally... I like Amanda Seyfried in pretty much everything she's in. But Maria Bakalova came out of nowhere for this Borat movie and fucking nailed it. I would not be mad if she got this. Glenn Close is a hell of an actor, and she nails every performance she does, but I have not watched Hillbilly Elegy, so I don't know. Uh, the more I hear about it, Minari looks better and better. Um, I'm going to personally go with Maria uh, Bakalova for this. Okay, I'm going to go with the father. Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, actress in a leading role, Viola Davis for Mount Ronnie's Black Bottom. Andrea Day for United States versus Billie Holiday. Uh, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Viola Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis every time. 
Anytime she gets nominated for for best leading actor, she right. has to go. Go ahead. Uh, actor in a supporting role: Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr., Aaron Burr himself for One Night in Miami. Uh, Paul Racy, Sound of Metal. And uh, Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. One Night in Miami! Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. I would be absolutely thrilled if Aaron Burr himself got a fucking Oscar for this movie. Uh, Actor in a leading role. Uh, the nominees are Riz Ahmed for Sound of Music, Chad... Wait, I'm sorry. Sound of what? Sound of Metal. There you go. Ow. The hills are alive. Ow. With the sound of metal. <laughs> so, 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 listeners, we are, we are socially distanced away, but someone's foot... We're close enough that I could kick the apple yeah. when he said Sound of Music instead of Sound of Metal. <laughs> Let's start that over. <laughs> Actor in a leading role, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. I missed you, man. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman for My Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Wynn for Minara. I'm going to have to go with uh, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, but I understand uh, to give a posthumous Oscar, not just because he passed away, but because Chadwick... It was a hell of a movie, Chadwick and he gave po- a hell of a performance Chadwick Boseman deserves it. I would not be mad. Either of those two. I would not be mad at Chadwick Boseman getting posthumous Oscar. Absolutely. Um, Riz Ahmed did a, again, hell of a performance. Like I'd, I'd like to think that he got into the role as well as a hearing person possibly can. He really immersed himself in this world. And he really immersed himself and, and conveyed the fear the, the fear of a musician, someone who relies so much on their sense of hearing to the point that they take it for granted and abuse their their ears, their eardrums, um, day in and day out, and it's suddenly gone. It's, it is a, I can only imagine a terrifying experience, and I think Riz Ahmed did a perfect job capturing how terrifying that experience would be. That being said, like you said, Chadwick Boseman and Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I mean, man, like either of those, I'd be really happy with. And that's everything. That's all the Oscars. Uh, did we? Did we miss any? No. Did we, we skip over any? We went back to directing because we talked about David Fincher. Cool. Yeah. So that's everything. And that's that's all of them. Damn. All right. So, guys, we did say this is going to be a short episode because it is our one and shot. Just like swoosh. Let's not look at the goal in the back. That being said, uh, since we have a little time, you want to do a little bit of quarantine watch list that we oh, haven't been able to do I was building up to that. Okay, cool. Build, build up. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, guys, it's like a little swoosh. Like We're not coasting, but it's like, hey, we we, we don't have to try this week. Swoosh. Yeah. <laughs> swoosh. Turns it's out, all guesses. Turns out when we have something resembling a script, we actually get through it way faster. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, but guys, uh, so let's go ahead and talk about, uh, quarantine watch list. Um, can I go first? Go Because I it. finished something yesterday. Go. And it was amazing. I finished Batman Beyond. Oh, what? I finished Batman Beyond. Yeah. And about How well halfway through up? season two on, I was like, I've seen most of these episodes. So I saw where I caught it when I was a kid. Yeah. The episodes held up. The animation is fucking beautiful. Yeah. The world is fucking beautiful. Yeah. It actually feels like, I think it's like 40 or 50 years after set after Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. 
I fucking loved it. How awesome would it be? Like, please, please tell me that you want now more than ever. Now that you, oh, I always wanted. A, I always wanted Michael Keaton in a chair. Being, Read my mind. I always wanted as Michael older Keaton. Bruce Wayne yeah. in the chair, just yeah. fucking yeah. I always wanted Michael Keaton. That being said, who would you cast as Terry McGinnis? I'd go for. An I unknown. know that's hard. I'd go for an unknown. I, I'd like to see an unknown, um, like a honestly, Tom Holland sort of character. Just Tom Holland, a real, or, no, I know a been, real teenager. I know we've been talking about him a lot today, but Riz Ahmed would see. Be, I would go for him to be Nightwing. Oh, okay, that's fair. But no, I would go for a complete unknown, like an actual high school student, an actual yeah. teenager. Yeah, and then have uh, Michael Keaton like piss him off. Yeah, but all I gotta say is one thing: they better get Ace the Crime Hound. Perfect. Yes. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> that episode... Have you seen that episode? We're getting very worked up about a live-action movie that's probably never going no, to happen. No, it will never happen. Uh, and, uh, but that's about it. Oh, I also rewatched Pineapple Express for the first time in probably 12 years. Yeah, how was it? It holds up better now. Yeah. Um, And what else? Oh, I've been watching a lot of Knight Rider. I think I only have like 20 episodes left. I cool. think it already jumped the shark cool. of the series. Um, oh, and I've in the middle of reading right now, I took a break, um, because it was my birthday weekend, so I decided to take a break from reading, but I'm in the middle of reading The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Dr. Who? Jekyll. That's how Robert Louis Stevenson actually wanted it said. So it was never supposed to be Dr. Jekyll. It was no. always supposed to be Dr. Jekyll. Yes. That's weird, but I'll go with it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's about all I have. If I think of anything else, I'll let you know. But you go ahead. What you got? Uh, the the main few that I've been going through, I've been rewatching Star Trek Next Generation okay. religiously. Uh, because sometimes you just need that Picard wisdom mm-hmm. in your life. And you need that Deanna Troy wisdom in your life. Um, we've also been, been watching The Nanny on HBO, uh, HBO Go. Uh, because holy shit, The Nanny is insane. It is uh, insane. It's I I didn't expect the show to be that funny. That being said, it is rather dated. Um, there is was it? a there was a forty five cameo. I, I I puked in my mouth a little bit, but I also can't really hold it against Fran Drescher and the production team of the show because I'm I I hope that if they knew what they if if they knew then what we all knew now they would have not had him on the show. Correct. I hope. Um. And what was the other one? Oh, I just started watching on Netflix uh, an anime that just dropped. I believe it's Netflix original anime. Uh, and I'm blanking on the full title, but it's something about uh, adventures of a house husband. Or how to be a house husband. Okay, bear with me. It's an anime about a former Yakuza member okay. who is like the best of the best. The most lethal member of the Yakuza. Okay. The Yakuza? Yakuza. Okay, sorry. Just Jekyll, Yakuza. I, no, I know, and that's why I was like, I didn't know how to, this one. Um, he, he was the best of the best in the Yakuza, and he's now a house husband. He has a, a wife and kids, and he manages his home, and, and the cooking and errands and raising the children, the way that a Yakuza boss manages their clan. Okay. And it's intense, but goofy, but it's it's the perfect middle ground between shonen action anime and slice of life 
lighthearted anime. It's a weird fusion of both, and I love it so far. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, if you're looking for a new anime uh-huh. that is like lighthearted, but also you know gets your adrenaline pumping at times, but also makes you laugh hysterically, uh, Adventures of a House Husband. It's okay. actually a lot of fun. And I also got to uh, rewatch uh, with Patron, where I think we only have 20 minutes left. She's never seen it, but Bedazzled. Okay. She's never seen Bedazzled. Oh, my God. Because the funny thing is, is uh, uh, I was talking to, to Dr. Alman Kringle, and uh, we were ta- we were discussing, like... Is this the movie where Elizabeth Hurley plays the... Uh... Devil? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And we were talking about sexual awakenings. Yeah, Patron- that's a big one. And Patron goes, oh, it's... Uh, she's like... It's Evie from uh, from the Mummy movies. Okay. And then Elizabeth Hurley. In this. Oh, see, see, for Patron, it's the Mummy, but it's Brendan Fraser and and uh, the 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 uh, the Magi. Yes. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Artist Bay or artist. I I know who you're talking about. It's it's the Magi. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was mine was Evie. Yeah. As, when I got old, as I got older, I was like, oh yeah, but. For me, it was Elizabeth Hurley. I remember renting the VHSs. Of Elizabeth Hurley in literally anything she was in. Of Austin Powers, Man of Mystery, yep. and Bedazzled. I watched them back yep. to back, and I was like, oh, God. I'm sure you did. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. It's happening. Um, <laughs> but so we're, we're, we're re-watching. I'm re-watching it, but we're, she's watching for the first time Bedazzled. And then also we rewatched. Um, oh, so I married an axe murderer, which you would actually really like that. Hey, movie. So I married an axe murderer. Yeah, it's uh, the best Mike Myers movie made. Okay. Because um, it's his best work. Because you know why? Why? It's one movie. Okay. <laughs> and it encompasses a lot of things. It was so Wayne's World was first, then So I Married an Axe Murderer, then Wayne's World two. Then uh, Austin Powers, the Austin Powers movies, then Shrek. So it's one movie that he did, and that's it. It's never touched again, but you can see the genesis of Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, Fat Bastard. Like, you can see okay. it happening, it forming and gestating. Is this, can I ask a stupid question? Is this a comedy or a dark comedy? Oh, it's comedy a comedy. Or... It's a dark comedy. Okay. It's a dark comedy. Uh, and uh, the Tim Allen TV show that's on right now. Uh, the one where he's a outdoor salesman or whatever. Okay. His wife in there is the main love interest in *So I Married an Axe Murder*, and she okay. looks exactly the fucking same. <laughs> okay. Exactly the same. Uh, and Honey Bunny from *Pulp Fiction* is in it as well. Okay. And uh, Phil Hartman. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Troy McClure. Yes. Yes. He, he makes a cameo in it as well. Okay. And your favorite, your favorite Home Alone movie character too makes a cameo. Turtle Doves Lady. Oh, nice. She's Mike Myers' mom. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the lady who lives in the the balcony of Carnegie Hall, like literally my 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 fantasy, like the dream. I'm sorry, but that's the dream is to live in the ba- in the the attic of Carnegie Hall. That's just perfect. And that's fine. That's fine. that's your choice. <laughs> that's your choice that you like Home Alone 2, the one where you have a 45 cameo over the original one. That's fine. No, I fast forward to the forty-five cameo. Or no, uh, even better, I would let it play, but I go boo, big fat phony. <laughs> um, also, 
I have to tell you this that uh, so the listeners know may not, Dana might not know Silent but Deadly exactly, but he's been going up to and showing pictures of people of cartoon characters. There, yeah, and he looks at me and he goes, "You're Nigel Thornberry." Yes, and you I was are. like, "Yes, you uh, are." <laughs> I was yeah, like, "Okay," are. and um, uh, C- uh, Commander Alien comes up and she goes, "But you are." upset all the time and i go but just think if i had a job where i would go around the world and record animals yeah i'd be smashing smashing (laughs) and apparently the audible tesla would be darwin has he given me a cartoon character not yet and the fantastic miss freedom would be dotty yes yes i agree with this 100 so that makes that makes patron uh marianne oh there is a freedom on my shoulder making my it's a parrot you got yep. a parrot on your shoulder. Yeah, here she comes. Oh, oh coming on here down. Here she comes. Um, <laughs> there she goes. Oh, wait. That's so murder next murder. Oh. There we go. All right, guys. So that's all, all right. we got to talk off. about this month. Freedom off. This month? Off. This week. Uh, thank you, Marty, Eric, and Zerber for lighting your website. Uh, LowerAimPictures.com. Kevin George, thank you for lighting your music. And also, guys, you can read us at Twitter, CinemaGems underscore pod. Instagram, CinemaGems pod. The email address, cinemagems15, that's 15 at gmail. Please do not forget to do that Twitter that I asked you guys to do earlier. And as uh, always, you can also find us on iTunes still. I believe the show is still being uploaded yes, on iTunes. It is. Even though I no longer have an iPhone, so I can't check Apple it iTunes. Is. It is. Um, but as always, with the Apple iTunes, if you rate five stars, we'll read your rating out loud, out loud on the air. We haven't been able to do that in a while because I don't think anyone knows that we're on iTunes. LOL. That's okay. Uh, good news is, it looks like Low Rain Pictures has been getting a little bit more traffic, and that's not necessarily yep. a bad thing. But guys, remember, Paul, uh, ha- it's at P-A-U-L-A-L-U-G-12. A-L-G-U. A-L- A-L-G-U? A-L-G-U. Okay, so Paul A-L-G-U. 12. Uh, 12. GIF or GIF of your choice, whichever you want, just do the hashtag suck it annual, hashtag suck it Paul, and also hashtag cinema gems. We want to get it trending. On Twitter. Or instead of listening to all of that, you could just do the easy thing and follow Cinema Gems, uh, Cinema Gems underscore pod. We'll tweet it out. Follow that. And also, I will as well. I don't know if you will personally. Uh, I will retweet it from Cinema Gems. That's fine. That's all that matters. Um, all I got to say is, guys, um, take a break. Take a breather. Um, as a great man once said, you can't fill from an empty cup. Yep. Wait, you said that? I, I can't take credit for the quote. Oh, okay. I stole it from Tumblr or Facebook or something. But oh, it's okay. absolutely right. You can't pour from an empty cup. You have to be kind to yourself first so that you can be kind to others. Take a breather. Relax. Do whatever you feel comfortable doing and whatever makes you happy. Guys. Take a bath. Have a beer in the bath. A shower That's beer? A shower beer. Or shower wine, which might turn into a shower bottle of wine. I won't judge you. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> I've absolutely. Or the giant adult before. juice box where you take a pixie stick, pour out of the pixie stick, pop it in. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just me? Is that just me? Is that just me? Have you ever drank? Actually, I'm pretty sure you have because me and Glados have made you do that. Have you ever? Have you ever drank uh, Dr Pepper? I did. I did that pepper? show. I did it. You've done it with. For, oh, you've done it with almost for, show. You're yeah. right. <laughs> they heard it on air. It's delicious. If y'all are tuning in after that show aired, which you probably are, 
uh, try to drink a Dr. Pepper through a sour pa- th- sour punch straw. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all be right. kind to yourselves. Yeah. Black lives always matter. Love you guys. All right, wipe your hooves, and black lives always matter, guys. Bye. All good. <laughs>